0: Today's In Conversation with Ivy's Accelerated MBA guest is Tessa Weidner, the Associate Director of the EdTech Lab. Tessa joins us today to talk about the online learning platform used for the Accelerated MBA and how it all works. As a graduate of both the Ivy HBA and MBA programs, Tessa is in a unique position to apply her intimate knowledge of the Ivy case method learning environment to the development of the Accelerated MBA's learning modules. Tessa, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thanks so much, Nick. It's so great to be on today. I really appreciate kind of opening up and sharing some tips and tricks that I've learned over my time of working on the Accelerated MBA program. That's
0: wonderful. I'm quite excited for it because one of the most challenging things I think individuals face when selecting the Accelerated MBA program is conceptualizing this online hybrid learning model for the While You Work program. So so thank you so much again for joining us.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a weird, it's a weird kind of hybrid kind of idea. We call it blended, but there's lots of different terminologies that people have used like hybrid, multimodal, uh, but kind of curious and excited to kind of jump into those different topics.
0: For sure. And when we connected initially to talk about doing this recording and having this conversation, you said that one of the things you wanted to highlight for anyone considering the program was to make the best out of the weekends and to spend time learning about each other. So um, it's a big component for the MBA program to have good relationships, but especially for the accelerated MBA program, why do you think um, taking that time and making sure you get the most out of the in-person weekends is such an important component of the program?
1: Yeah, Nick, that's a really great question. I think being an Ivy alum myself, I am a prime testament. Some of my best friends came from the two programs that I was involved in, HBA and MBA. And if I wouldn't have gone out to enjoy my weekends or stayed an extra hour after class to hang out with a few people or just got out of my comfort zone and said, hey, how are you doing? Or, hey, did you understand this DCF that we had to do or this strategy triangle that we had to tackle and kind of getting out? I wouldn't have met some of my best friends. And I find throughout your life, you have certain milestones. And as you kind of hit those milestones, you meet different people. And different people appear in your life for certain reasons and certain moments. So that's why I think it's so important to actually just Put the book down for a second and and just learn from each other because you have no idea what their backgrounds are, where they came from, what their thoughts are. They can help you out on that DCF. They can maybe help you out in that strategy triangle, but they could also become your best friends, just like I have had the opportunity.
0: Great. Well... You know, your two experiences were both the HBA program and then the on-campus version of the MBA. So Correct. from your experience so far, being on the ed tech side of the Accelerated MBA program, how do you, you know, what do you see that makes the Accelerated MBA program different from the on-campus full-time MBA experience and how people end up kind of being able to to make those connections?
1: That's a really great question. And I find one of the most Interesting differences and kind of the competitive advantage that the accelerated MBA has over the regular MBA kind of twofold is, is one, everybody coming into the accelerated MBA is working full time. So you get access to already people who are working in these firms, working in their own networks, whereas the MBA, most of us don't have a job at this point of time. We've left the position that we were in before. We're looking for new opportunities. We're very much kind of lost and tried to figure it out. Whereas I find the accelerated MBA students, you have a very clear path, you have a really good direction. So what that really benefits from is that you can talk about a lot of those common experiences about working at this type of an industry, and that's what people can learn right away. So you get a much more narrowed and focused conversation versus in the regular MBA program that it's in person versus the accelerated online MBA program, which is online, well, Blended kind of a way is that you get a little bit more of a massive confusing conversations at the first and at the very kind of outset of the program, whereas in the accelerated you're much more focused, I would say the other big benefit of the accelerated MBA program is actually the the online assets are so incredibly valuable there was moments of time in my in person MBA I went. I really wish I could just rewind what that faculty member just said in class about this topic, and I could re-listen to it multiple times, I could get some kind of key learning, I could practice a few examples, and that's really something that the Accelerated MBA does incredibly, incredibly well. It's really utilizing the case-based learning method, but the way that I almost feel like it should be with that prep work. So we do the introduction, we describe the theory, we give you an example of the theory, students do an exercise or they apply the theory, then we get a case and then we do a session review. That is all the pre-work that happens in the accelerated MBA before I get to the class discussion about the case. And actually, when we get to class, we actually get to talk about the meaty part of the case, those tough decisions, those variables. Whereas in the in-person experience, Unfortunately, we have to spend more time talking about some of those basic case facts that were actually covered in the Accelerated MBA in the online experience. And then from there, you finish off with kind of that reflection, that review, which happens in both in-person, the Accelerated. But overall, I would say that there's a really nice streamlined approach that comes from people who have positions that have a clear path in overall discussion. And then the secondary kind of big competitive advantage of the Accelerate MBA is just being able to rewatch the material. I love that. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Cause like I said, I often wished I could go pause and then bloop, bloop, kind of reverse that over all of my faculty members especially in like my topics like decision-making with analytics or um, you know the finance and analytics or my Mac courses or any of those finance courses where I just needed an extra minute to learn.
0: Definitely. And I'm going to jump into just the idea of uh, you described and, and explained correctly, the Accelerated MBA program, it's, it's a bunch of people who have full time jobs who are doing yeah. this program while they work. Um, the program itself is considered a full time program. Yes. Uh, it is not a part time program. Um, so you hit on that kind of ability to, to uh, engage with the videos that are on the platform and stop and rewind and go over them again. Um, really, though, kind of in preparation for those in-person class weekends, how much time are accelerated MBA students spending on the online platform, preparing cases, engaging with the material that's on on there? Well, what's the time commitment and, and what's that experience like for the students?
1: I would say that on average, and again, we do send this out. We're trying to be very, very transparent with the Accelerated MBA program. We understand that you are working full time, so we want to provide as much transparency as possible. So part of using our Incendi platform, which is our sister platform to the main platform that we use here at Ivy, but Incendi, what we do is on every single session, which think about it as like a chapter of a book, and then we have screens, which are like the pages within the chapter. So, the session itself will have a time and then the individual screens will also get a duration as well. So, we're very, very transparent about how long is everything going to take and we have done quite a bit of research to make sure that our timings are as most accurate as possible. But on average, we probably say that it's around 20 to 30 hours a week in between your live class sessions that you have to prepare. Now, of course, there could be some extenuating circumstances where you have to spend a little bit longer because you have one of the large projects that happen in the Accelerated MBA program is the Ivy Field project. And I know for many students, and I know having done it twice, uh, when it gets down to that final submission, you may need to work a little bit longer because it's always a little bit of a crunch. Uh, but on average, between 20 to 30 hours. And, and I do understand that that's difficult to balance out sometimes when you are working full time. But that's really where you need to lean on your own support systems. And most of the time when you made that decision to do your MBA, you probably had some support around you, whether that be friends or family or loved ones or anybody else. So what you need to really rely on is kind of using them to help kind of prop you up in moments of stress or tension become a really good time management person, understanding about utilizing every minute of your time and being mindful that at the end of the day, incendi is really benefit, benefiting students because it's a social platform. So you need to interact. It's not one of these learning online learning experiences where you independently work across the topics. The a most amazing part about this accelerated MBA program and a big reason about why I wanted to work on it is because we've created a social learning platform. So you really need to be involved and you need others to also be involved in order to actually get all of that value of learning. And that's really what Ivy is known for. That's, that's our bread and butter is case-based learning, which essentially means learning from each other. So that's why this platform of Incendi is very different than other online programs that are offered at other universities, because we really want you to learn from each other And we do that not only in class, but we also have emulated that for the online experience.
0: Yeah, you know, one of the Ivy leadership essentials that I think becomes so important to anyone in an MBA program or an Ivy program in general is that uh, ability to leverage team talent. And and it only takes a few assignments that you get caught up on, and then you're spending five, six extra hours trying to figure something out to realize you've got you're surrounded by individuals, not just on your learning team, but within the program, the faculty members, um, to really be able to kind of uh, identify how to develop that knowledge and and get that decision point made in a timely fashion.
1: Yes, the timely fashion. That is a really good point. Leverage your friends in your learning teams, leverage your people in your program because you know what, you may not be the savant of Excel or the savant of writing, but guaranteed there's somebody out there who can either teach you how to do it or really kind of help take that on. That's a really good point. Yeah, know your skills, know where you play, know where the other people play and use and leverage each other's kind of strengths and weaknesses. That's a great, great point there overall, yeah.
0: So you highlighted two talking there, um, just that 20 to 30 hours a week of, of, kind of solid work and how the screens are kind of mapped out with estimates of what that, you know, time should look like um, mm-hmm. while you engage on the platform. Um, What what's somewhat unique about the Accelerated MBA program is that in between classes, the engagement with the online module is done in an asynchronous fashion. Um, What does that mean?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Asynchronous. We've we've been hearing a lot lately, haven't we, about synchronous, asynchronous. and, And that is kind of a it's a long word that has now magically appeared and might i add very difficult to always spell i feel like every time i try to type it in it's always like i'm mistyping it there's so many o's and u's and letters that are all in there uh but essentially asynchronous means that it happens in a online environment not in a timed well a specific timed period synchronous is often related to a specific time period let that be online or in person so for example you would have the next week to work asynchronously on this discussion board. So it can happen at any time, basically within the week. Sometimes there's not even a week time limit, Uh, whereas a synchronous activity is frequently, it's a very, very short or a small amount of time, finite amount of time. So like between 1 p.m. and 1 a.m., that's a very large period of time, but let's say even smaller, 1 p.m. and 2 p.m., synchronously we will meet And we will discuss through Zoom, or we will meet in person about this certain problem or this discussion board and complete our post. So I would say that asynchronous and synchronous, based on the situation, based on where we are, it does have slightly different ways of description and people have different kinds of theories on how they apply it or how they use it. But essentially asynchronous is you're not having to sit with someone. You can do it pretty much independently, whether that be online or in person. And then the synchronous portion frequently is in person or in a Zoom meeting kind of setting. And it's happening at a very small window of time. And you're meeting with multiple people to get it done.
0: And I guess then historically, especially for people who are working, if they engage in a part-time program, that would generally be seen more often in you know meeting on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. To listen to a faculty member lecture about a specific topic, instead of having that kind of very rigid schedule where you are always occupied on those nights for the duration of the course, you end up getting to be able to kind of work on it in the morning or in the evening, yeah. lunch break, um, and, and and you know ensuring that it gets done.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a really, you need asynchronous work and a while you work program because you may be someone who works afternoon shift, or you may be somebody who works from 6am to 2pm. So you work, you do your kind of MBA work in the evenings, whereas somebody's like, no, like, I'm just going to go into work now from 10 till six, and I do my work in the morning. So that is the benefit of that asynchronous work is that It is flexible, just like you were saying there overall, those synchronous sessions are much more specific, those would be the ones that have less flexibility.
0: Mm -hmm. And obviously, there's there's benefits and then maybe challenges to that. Um, So with the accelerated MBA students, what challenges do they end up facing with this asynchronous online social space for them to be able to continue working while getting an MBA?
1: Yeah, that's a great, great question. What are the challenges? Ooh, the stories that could be said. Uh, This is my fourth year of running the accelerated MBA and being a part of the team in order to help kind of produce the program. So I was here since the inception and uh, this is the fourth time we're running it. And I would say that we're getting better and better as every year progresses on understanding what students challenges are and addressing them on the platform. Um, Some of the big ones, though, that have always kind of consistently stood out, I think one of the big ones is, is often time management. I I think they, that often students hear the fact that we say it's, it's 20 to 30 hours per week, like prep yourself, know that get yourself prepared. But then students may do one week and it may be like, wow, I did that in like 15. So clearly they are not being truthful with their 20 to 30 hours. And then next week they're like, oh my gosh, that took me 40 hours to do now. Now they're lying to me again about what 20 to 40, 20 to 30 hours is. The biggest thing that I would recommend is, is having a really good time management plan and knowing and scheduling your work and scheduling how you accomplish your MBA work just like you would any other task. So if you go to the gym once a week to go to a class, that's scheduled. So do the same thing for your MBA. The other important thing to do is know your strengths and know your weaknesses. We say that the average student should take 20 to 30 hours, but if your strengths are not, let's say in finance or in data management, and that's one of your courses right now, it may take you a little bit longer to grasp some of those concepts. So Factor in that and budget that in. You always know what the courses are that are coming up. So you have a general idea and you can say to yourself, you know what, maybe this is going to be my weakness. So I should budget an extra hour a week just as some buffer time. But my biggest, biggest tip is schedule yourself. I live and breathe and eat all by my calendar. I even schedule down personally like I'm like, I block off sections of like, read emails today, one through to 10. I'm very, very scheduled. And I think what that does is it allows me to still enjoy my life outside of doing the programs, especially when I was doing my MBA and doing my HBA. It allowed me to still schedule in social time. I know that sounds crazy to do, to schedule in like fun, but it gives you, it almost created like stress-free time to just sit on the couch and watch you know, a TV show. But because I knew I had scheduled in work time and I had that built into what I'm going to be doing. And I would say the last challenge of the one big thing that you have to overcome is, is understanding that you're still doing an MBA. Like it's it's not a walk in the park. It's not supposed to be like two hours of your life and then over. It is still a very intensive program from one of the top universities, I business school in North America. So you have to respect that fact that there are going to be some tough weeks, and there's going to be a lot that is being demanded of you. But if you schedule your time out, promise you it's worth it. It's changed my life in so many positive ways. I, I do know that working through how hard it is and how tough some of the weeks are, the payoff is amazing at the end. And
0: I definitely know as well too, from our current cohort, which is the fourth cohort, um, all the comments about Incendi um, and the work that's been done, and ultimately the understanding that there has been this iterative process of getting user feedback about what's <laughs> working on the platform and what's not, and uh, and putting in the, the the fixes to make sure that the experience is improved. Um, with that as well, too, and maybe you can just comment on it a little bit. Um, I I know that the calendar on Incendi ends up being quite the hub for keeping yourself organized. What, what happens there and how does the program itself kind of assist with that organization and time management you were just talking about?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So the calendar that's in in Incendi, you can actually download and link it to your own personal calendar, and it will share you everything. When do classes start? When did classes end? When are my assignments due? What live classes are coming up in my live class weekend in Toronto? Uh, it gives you all of those kind of things or milestones, like I like to call them, in order for you to work towards them. So link that calendar follow that calendar use that calendar and help it basically schedule what goals you need to meet and what you need to do
0: that's great Uh, thanks for providing that insight on the platform itself because i know it is something that again it's really hard to maybe conceptualize uh it's a style of learning um compounded with the ivy case method approach kind of two styles of learning that most people don't get exposure to until they attend the ivy uh program Uh, so that's great. Um, One of the biggest things about any program at Ivy and the Accelerated MBA program specifically um, is that you get to learn from the best faculty members, Um, and and they're just truly incredible uh, people, and uh, I'm talking to some of them on this podcast, and they're sharing (laughs) uh, about their classes and stuff like that. Um, From the faculty member side of things, how do how do the Ivy faculty members engage with this online platform and, and deliver their courses? It's
1: a really, yeah, I, I have to say our faculty members are definitely some of the best. I, and I mean, the names that have walked through these hallways in the past, in the present, and I guaranteed in the future will be the top of their fields like the research and the access that you have to these knowledge hubs that's what i call faculty members sometimes are these knowledge hubs because i just like to soak up every single thing that they say and read their research just getting that opportunity alone getting access to people that are so well respected in their fields is already it's kind of like seeing a celebrity sometimes when you're like oh this is amazing. You're focusing on this. And there's so many cool faculty members. I could go on and on. I probably shouldn't mention a few overall, just in case somebody's like, oh, why didn't you mention me? something cool. I'm definitely going to forget somebody. So I'm going to be as big as possible here. Uh, but our faculty members, especially in our accelerated MBA program, they do go through a little bit of training at the start, especially if they're new. And, and again, we've done this four years ago now. We've we've had the same crop of faculty members teaching pretty much throughout the entire accelerated MBA program. So they've really grown up with the incendi platforms. So they've gotten really used to it but anybody new that we bring on, we do a round of training with them. We show them how the platform works, how they function, how they do certain kind of interactions with their students. So ways that our faculty members interact with our students on the platform. First ways through the newsfeed. Think about it like announcements. They send out certain reminders, they've scheduled them. It's just really good, helpful tips. And that newsfeed gets directly emailed to your Ivy email. So you always kind of get the latest and greatest news from your faculty member. The second way that they communicate with you, just like any online courses, a lot of them will send you feedback. So as you're working through the material, you may randomly one, one day see a, whoop, a little bloop bloop coming up from your faculty member there on one of the comments that you left. Maybe saying, hey, I really liked your idea. Can you push a little bit harder, though, to come up with why are you thinking that way? So what? How are you coming up with this conclusion? So you may be pushed by your faculty member or the faculty member may prompt a brand new question based on what's going on on the online platform. I've seen that a few times very recently where the faculty member and ed tech had thought a conversation may have gone in direction A, but actually as we're watching it unfold, it's actually going into direction B. So the faculty member may post a new question or pose a new kind of situation. It, it's just really kind of interactive ways. But essentially on the platform, they communicate to you through your newsfeed and then through feedback on the activities that you actually participate in on incendi.
0: And that's so important uh, for two reasons. The first one, kind of that assessment piece in the case method approach to instruction is, is all about benchmarking and individual growth and progression. And having that happening in real time on the online platform allows you to kind of continue that growth. On the on what you said about the the prompting of discussion points and maybe directions and and guiding that conversation. I know the current cohort when they were in November and December in preparation for the January residence week they all got to London for the residence week and they were telling me they were saying you know we're meeting each other for the first time but because of how engaged we are on the platform it's like we already know each other Um and and that made that kind of initial first week Uh, So much more kind of valuable to be able to get to, like you said at the beginning, really engage and get to know each other.
1: Yeah, nobody's a stranger. I think that's the best part is that it's a safe environment to learn from each other. That's really what Incendi has created. It's a safe online environment that people feel comfortable to express thoughts, opinions, share perspectives, and that when they come to the classroom, they already have somewhat more of a level of knowledge of who this person is and what their values, their perspectives, and how what they have brought to the table. It, just like you were saying, it's amazing. It's very, very cool to see that kind of flourish and blossom, especially as the year goes on. And I'm sure, Nick, you can, you can be a really great advocate to probably just seeing the latest class leave it was, they were extremely close for only meeting once a month, you know, you have to be impressed with that fact of they only technically see each other in person once a month. So it really does show you the power of what that online environment and that, that great incentive platform offers these accelerated MBA students.
0: Yeah, and I guess so while they're engaging with the different modules, and, and there's 14 different courses in the accelerated MBA program, are, are all the modules the same are, are they all the same in structure and format um, Is there just like a template that's there and the faculty members put it on or uh, how, how does the, how do the courses kind of differentiate from each other with the type of work that gets done on it
1: So as a whole consistency wise we we do really encourage the faculty members to have a similar look and feel So we always start off with an introduction. We want them to think about like, well, what's the learning outcomes? What do we want the students to get out over this session? So let's describe the theories then, or basically develop your toolkit to help you solve that case. So then we do an example of the theory, the students will then apply that theory, then they'll be given basically a case so they can take all of their toolkit and apply it to the case. And then we have a session review. I would say as a whole, probably 80 to 90% of the courses are all very similarly set up that way. There are always going to be a few exceptions, but they pretty much follow a very, very similar kind of a concept. And I think what that allows you to do is being an online system too, you have to remember that we're only seeing these students once a month. So it is a little bit difficult to make sure everybody is kind of, you know, I always picture it. I, I say sometimes is remember in kindergarten where you used to hold the skipping rope, and you would go to one section, then you'd go to the other section. So you have to be careful that that rope has to still be flexible to add the faculty member pizzazz and add their kind of unique nuances and add their kind of unique videos. But at the same point in time, a consistent rope has to appear so that you know that you're still experiencing the whole program. Because really what we've developed is it's a story. There's a reason why the courses are taught in the first semester versus the last term or the last semester that you're tackling. There's a reason why they flow that way. There's a reason why business fundamentals is the first thing that you do in order to help you out. So we do try to make them as consistent as possible as an experience, but remembering that that rope is not taunt, but it's flexible. But we are getting everybody there in the same feel in the same logic. So students walk away and they're like, I understand the story. And I understand what I've learned now from this.
0: And and then obviously, with the accelerated MBA program, that story all leads to the classroom environment. So, you know, as a student works through the modules that you just described, Mm -hmm. and they engage with the the videos, the readings, the exercises and activities and discussion boards, how does that all get brought into the classroom then on that once a month weekend where they only get to be in person once a month.
1: Yeah, so again, like I was kind of describing before that online work is really about you developing a toolkit. You're learning different skills and techniques that you apply towards the case. And in class, what happens often is, is the faculty member may even call you out and say, hey, Nick, I saw you left a comment here about this specific question. I'm really intrigued why you said that. Can you elaborate on that? So the faculty member may do a call out to something that the student, I'm just picking on you, Nick, in this case scenario, as Nick, the student um, uh, may have responded to. So that could be one way that the material from the online world can end up in the the in-person world, online world versus in-person world. So again, you could be taking the material from the questions that were asked and the faculty member could repose them to that specific student again in the class to really dive deeper. The other half of what really happens is, is that online material again, like I was describing is your toolkit. So now that you have all the tools available to you, when you get to class, you should just know which tool to yank And basically start working through all the questions and basically the story or the discussion that happens in the classroom, because your faculty members are already expecting you to have all the tools at your disposal. So you just know which one to pull out and start working away. So it's actually rather, rather magical, the fact that you just kind of know now which tool to use because you've had such a great structure and foundation of intro, lecture, theory, example, exercise, intro to the case and then actually using the case in the classroom setting.
0: That's great, thank you for that. Or and really wrapping it up to that in-person weekend that happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you so much for for talking Uh, and having this conversation about an aspect of the program that again, like I already mentioned it, it's different than what a lot of people have experienced in their education journeys to date. And then it's also different because it's all combined with that Ivy case method approach to instruction. Uh, So, so it's truly unique and a unique experience that allows individuals to continue to work while they're doing their MBA at Ivy.
1: Mm -hmm. No, you're you're exactly right. It's it's one of the most unique but incredible online programs that I've seen, uh, and one that I'm incredibly proud of to be part of the team. Again, we could not put on the accelerated MBA without our amazing program services team, Nick as being a great supporter as well for recruitment and admission on that side of things. Uh, And then as well, the ed tech team as well from working on that. And of course the faculty members and FAs and all the other service IT, IT publishing to help us get all the files, IT for helping us set up all the students. It, It really is a massive community that goes into developing this incredible program and, I think sometimes it looks so simple on the front. I always think about it like a play. Everybody's kind of scurrying around on the back end and nobody sees that. So uh, I do just want to give a shout out to all of those different groups and all those people that do work on on the back end. Uh, it is an incredible program and they should also be thanked 10,000 times over for all of their efforts as well.
0: Thank I you so much for me. that and We we definitely yes everyone <laughs> you don't want to forget anyone I'm Sorry, uh, <laughs> but thank you so much Tessa and and I know that this will be very valuable to to everyone who's considering the program and and looking at it as an option for themselves.